Good afternoon and welcome to Business Eye, the first show of 2020. And uh, I don't know about you, Joe, but I'm feeling a bit rusty and a little bit sort of out of practice. But but it's great to be back and it's great to see you. It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) A new year, a new beginning. You know, we say this every year, but 2020... I think I said in 2019 as well, but 2020 has a nice ring to it. 2020 vision and all it that. It does, yeah. yeah. 2020 yeah. vision. It has a nice ring. We've got an, an amazing sponsor as well we coming have. into this year. Delighted to have uh, Leo from Dunleary. So the local enterprise board in Dunleary and Ratdown who are sponsoring the show for the uh, for the seeable future. So we'll be speaking to them. We'll be finding out more about how they help local businesses in the area. And um, there's some great events uh, coming up uh, linked to uh, Leo DLR as well. That's great. It's it's brilliant stuff. That's great. And I'm hearing some good good feedback on the show as well. So to have them as a sponsor is just a great thing. It It underpins it. But, you know, first week back, you know, everyone that I looked at, you know, (laughs) were crying, (laughs) sad delirious so this first week is always the hardest even though it's a new year and everyone goes oh it's, it's going to be a great year this year is just like like I'd nearly three weeks off so did I I, felt, yeah. I was saying before I felt you know those little tiny baby hedgehogs who just opened their eyes Monday, Tuesday I felt like that and I was scratching around What's this? What are these email things? And now, and now By the end of the week, yeah. it's okay. And now you're just like a big wise <laughs> A big one man. Big wise old owl. Yeah. Who have we got today, Simon? Uh, we have uh, Mary Carroll from I Determine. So welcome, Mary. Thank you. And thank you both for having me. Delighted to be here. It's great to have you. It is, Mary. Yeah. You are a leadership coach. Would that be correct? Yeah, I mean, um, I think you and I had a, a conversation just before we went on Don't air. Don't remember, I forgot <laughs> dementia. And uh, we were saying that so many, it's it, it's such a broad term, you know, leadership coaching. Yeah. Um, so the area that I really focus in on is emotional intelligence. So I work with people mostly at board level, but really I've worked with people in all levels of an organisation. Um, yeah. Uh, but leadership coaching is really for those at a senior level. Uh, yeah. so I see you do EQ, so you, you do EQI leadership training plus the executive coaching. Yes, that's okay. correct. So normally um, my process is when I meet with a company, um, I talk to them about obviously what they're looking for. And normally the first step of the process then is having a, an assessment with each member of the board. Um, so there is training involved in terms of after that, there would be a two hour debrief with the leader. So that would go through their results. And the training piece would be really around an education because so many people, the word again, emotional intelligence is used so much. Yeah, people, run out, run yeah. out, people run out of the room. Don't yeah, they? they're like, what actually is this? Yeah, what is, what is it? Is it... Yeah. dealing with your emotions is it dealing with other people's feelings is it understanding who you are what is it is it is it more than just awareness yeah. good question Joe what is yeah, it <laughs> yeah so I suppose one of the definitions given is it's um, emotional and social skills that together establish the way you perceive yourself the way you um, develop relationships and maintain those relationships you express yourself and deal with stress as well as how you interpret emotional data so I guess I would say you know your own data or other people's other people's so what I would say is everything you said is it this this and this it's everything you know it's all of that together before Christmas and last year we were everyone was talking about you know 
being authentic and you know being unique and I sort of was thinking about that over the week over the over the Christmas and I was trying to delve into it a little bit deeper and what I've decided or what I've just, my thoughts have brought me to is belief it's, you know we talk about self-esteem and we talk about but it's actually belief and it's belief in oneself and and it's to do with the emotional tendency. Do you ever sure. pick up a book and you read a book mm-hmm. and you force five pages of that book, you throw it down, you go, I can't get into that book. And then you pick it up maybe a year later and you read it and you go, aha, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That's your belief system. Yeah. And everyone's belief system will be like a, a, a jug of water or a mm-hmm. box. And what we have in that belief system is who we are. Mm-hmm. But we need to expand our belief system so we can get a bigger glass of water or a bigger box to yeah, fill. Yeah. And by doing that, through wisdom and knowledge and learning, our belief system expands. <laughs> so for someone who says, when you meet someone and you talk to them, their belief system might be closed in that small box. Yeah. And by opening up to understanding what leadership is, what trust is, their belief system opens up on that then as That's well. That's spooky you used to say that because I've just written an article similar to that and I instead of using the box or the glass analogy, I use the house analogy. So in, in our everyday life, we I have our... is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own beliefs and our awareness and our resilience. Yeah. And we're locked in the house, but we have to leave our house occasionally. It doesn't matter how cozy it is to experience the world, to perceive things, to to build that aw- to take it home and build that awareness and that resilience and that belief muscle. You can't just lock yourself in a room. No. Similar. So, so when you're dealing with clients, are you are you constantly observing where you think they're at? Are you, so, are you looking at someone thinking you've got a long way to go? Mm, I try not to. I mean, I'm human. <laughs> so <laughs> um, you must. Yeah. I mean. What I do, so in terms of the assessment, I'm not one of these people who thinks when you take an assessment, then you live and breathe by everything in the assessment. It's just a great starting point. A leadership assessment will look at emotional intelligence and it feeds actually into a leadership framework around authenticity, innovation, insight and coaching. Um, So there is data there, which people like because it's tangible. But the coaching piece does come out with going through it, training, letting the person understand what's coming up and see what really resonates with them. Because for I can't really say for them what actually they need to work on. They need to really feel like the data is showing up something that represents it's, it's like a tightrope or yeah. you know, walking along that fence and they sort of fall off and you get back on it and then you wobble Yeah, and they're getting back on, on the fence and you're, you're sort of going, okay, let's walk this journey together. Let me hold your hand yeah. until you get your balance right yeah, yeah. and then yeah. move it. Because going back to, you know, the belief system and, you know, people being unique, our brains are converters and all that information that we have to let's call it the subconscious let's call it the information that's coming in our brain then will convert it on our belief system mm-hmm. of creating fear doubt worry whatever they are yeah. and then they'll bring them through so we are all human mm-hmm. we we 
all have doubt do you know mm. show me someone that doesn't have doubt and mm-hmm. I'll tell you they're dead because we're human you know? yeah, yeah. yeah no absolutely yeah. I always think it's it's really it's funny and it's 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 to do with um, what you spoke about just a moment ago about authenticity and that belief in who, who they are and mm. who they are at the core yeah. I often think an assessment if a person agrees that it, it's, it is a reflection of who they are that's the reality and then if you work with them and, and there's a 360 coming back from around the business and their their assessment for example says they're very low in confidence very low in self-perception yet the business is saying generally they're perceived as being very egotistic so you've got nearly reality versus perception and I see my job as a coach is to help them to come to find a way into the middle ground it's funny you you say that because I've encountered lots of people through my career who are naturally shy people Mm -hmm. but but people they work with think they're a bit arrogant it's odd, isn't it? And so often, you know, and and actually, it's so much Different about personalities. Yeah, yeah, it's it's to your point, unique. Uh, people grow up, and they may have to develop it as a way of of interacting in the world. They're very shy, and they need to to yeah. actually have a bit of this presage. Yeah, or presage, yeah. You but know? it's it's like I would class myself as an introvert. And the reason, like, I'm outgoing. I'm when I'm with people, I love having a laugh. I'm joyful. You know. But I like being on my own. You're private, I think. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do. I like being on my own. I like, like, from my escapism is going for a walk in the country with my dog, where I don't see another Heavy. human. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm similar. I'm similar. You know, and I would that's, love that. You know, that's what I do. Yeah. All the other stuff is okay. That's being extrovert. So we all have different personalities without us realizing, but they're so subtle. I know that we don't pick them up. It's not just introvert and extrovert. I mean, there's, my wife says that I'm a quiet extrovert. I don't think I'm an extrovert, but she thinks, she says that because I need people. I'm not actually mm-hmm. good by myself, mm-hmm. but I'm very quiet. I, I, I'm just naturally, so I, there must be a spectrum. There must be quiet extrovert, loudy extrovert, quiet introvert, lo- yeah. loud introvert. Yeah, or there's that, you know, that word they use, flexible. Flexible yeah. introvert and extrovert, where you can change given whatever Social situation. Chameleon. Yeah, and also it's the need. So, like, I think if to you need, in, yeah. you know, if you need to yeah. fit in or bringing it back to say business, right? Yeah. And you, like yourself, you you stepped out of corporate world into the entrepreneurial world, which yeah. can, it, which is has its great points, and mm-hmm. it also has that uncertainty as well. Absolutely. How are you coping? yourself with the information that you're sharing with people how are you using that on yourself with your new business yeah no that's a great question Mm, um i think sometimes i'm better at it than others um definitely there's a it's a new journey and there's all sorts of emotions that go with going out on your own that i've never felt before like there's a vulnerability that i'd never really thought i had um etc but all those feelings, I try to manage them. I do try to um, take on board what I preach, if you like. Yeah. And really, um, I work with a coach myself. I have a supervisor, so that really helps. It's very supportive. It also enables me to be very aware um, because I am just human. I'm going through the same thing as a lot of my clients and yeah. I need to um, really work as well on, on lots of different areas, mm. while I'm, especially when I'm starting up business. Which is so important because wisdom expressing wisdom comes across better than just knowledge and the more that you experience something then when you identify that with a client you're saying it because look 
it's I've happened to me. I I know what's yeah. going on, yeah. and that's I can what, I can hold your hand with. Yeah. I think life just gives you reference points, doesn't it? It, does. it just yeah. allows yeah. you to have a deeper yeah. empathy with people. So the so the training you get give the EQI training and the coaching are these programs you put together, or do you use third party programs, or is it a combination of stuff, or how does it work? It's a combination actually. Right. So okay. the assessments are not my own. I have um, yeah. I use um, assessments, MHS assessments, yeah. and I obviously have done the training in that yeah. I think then it's a combination of my own training with Smurfitin executive coaching yeah. and I have a background in psychoanalysis so um, yeah a combination of assessment training EQI and then my own academic background kind of yeah. makes me uh, like I've created my own process and my own um, yeah step by step with each client it, it is all step and step like we all have our own processes and we all go through stuff with people but none of us have reinvented the wheel so true. No. Do you know the mm-hmm. stuff that I use? I it's always been there. It's always been there, <laughs> and you know, it, like I use stuff in the sales and the marketing and the leadership and the the, the, the self development yeah. that I haven't invented myself. I just picked up pieces which resonates with me. Yes, and I've yeah. connected that and put that all in in. That works, that works. Yeah. And this all worked for so me, true. and this is what's moving yeah, forward yeah. on it. So yeah, it's, yeah. we're not invent, inventing no, no. anything. We put, our, we put our, our emphasis on things that we think calibrate with us and could calibrate differently with other people. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's also, I think, as well, when I was... Um, when I started doing coaching, I realised I, I loved acting back in the day. Right. So I basically um, have found a way. I love doing role plays within my work. So now that has become a big part of, yeah, of my, yeah. my work with clients. So I think it's about you bring yourself to the table and your own history and your own life. Yeah. That's, it is, know. yeah. That is exactly it. It's, it's, as you said there as well, Simon, it's creating something that you go, aha, yeah. that person has come up with that I'm putting that in my box and that yeah. person has come up with that and yeah. when I put these all together this is it feels right for you this yeah. is awesome no, yeah. this is awesome yeah. on it. no I agree we're going to take a quick break and after the break I'm going to talk about the leadership structure and then dealing with middle management and staff as well and how CEOs intertwine intertwine the right words interact interact with 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 everyone in in the company we'll take a quick break 93.9 dublin south fm and welcome back to business eye yes this is our first business eye of the year it's a beautiful blue sky day and beautiful yeah i was i went down to get my hair cut i think the headphones is ruining my my (laughs) hairstyle it's like you got two horns under them (laughs) and they were empty the lads were all lying around literally nearly lying around the place really yeah they said it's very quiet Quiet, this week yeah 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 Yeah, so uh i think it goes quiet after the sales doesn't it It there's a bit of pandemonium and then it's like Gets yeah. quiet it's like do in the sales they sell off all their their stuff they want to get rid of or is it I don't know legit know? do you know here's something I'm going to tell you it's a bit of gossip <laughs> I, I I dropped one of my um, sports jackets up to the dry cleaners and it was f- it was sort of like there was a tinge coloured in the arm and he was saying to me he says yeah he's just not going to get that out I says is that not just from a bag that I had he goes no he says because the way the dyeing process has changed and they're using food-based dyeing, right. more and we're seeing this more and more, that clothes are coming in, that even artificial light is fading them. Wow. And they're not lasting as long because of them being more environmental okay, friendly. Yeah. 
So that's how I was going. But that's, that is interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so no. that's a bit of useful. You never know what you're wearing. <laughs> never know. Just never yeah. know what I'm wearing. Yeah, before the break, we were talking about leadership <coughs> and we were talking about, you know, management. But I want to sort of, how do management deal with staff members and understand the issues or the concerns that the staff members have because sometimes the guys on the floor will know more about the company than the management and only if they listen they will find out. Yeah. Mm. How do you deal with that, getting them to communicate or be better communicators internally with the staff? Well, I think it, it's true awareness. Um, the work I'm doing, I suppose, is with people usually, as I said, at a senior level. So when you're talking to them and they're describing some of the issues within the company, that's when that conversation can happen. So would so, you be blunt with them and say, do you not realise that you as senior executives aren't really listening to what the people on the floor are doing? Or No, I wouldn't actually. Okay. I, I tend to, it can happen that at the end I would take my coaching cap off and I would say, you know, I hope it's okay to share this okay. an observation. But normally that would happen through my questioning. I would okay. I would ask that true question if I would address yeah, yeah. it true questioning yeah, yeah. rather than uh, telling them yep. what I'm seeing if that yeah, makes yeah. sense you know um, and, and most of the time they'd pick it up would they honestly generally they do yeah, yeah. and you know and if you're if you're asking the right questions the level of awareness should should be coming yeah. up at the same time you know but with the economy booming um, and with all the companies getting very, very busy, are managers, our leaders kind of going, oh, I, I don't have time for this anymore now. We're, we're busy and we're booming and, yeah. you know, we're doing it right and I don't need this now. It, is, is there a case of that? Because usually when companies are thriving, they don't, they sort of take... They take the, things for granted a bit. Yeah, yeah. and they, they take the foot off... The educational part. I don't get that sense as much as in the olden days when I'm talking about yeah, the 90s and the 80s and the noughties. I get the sense that companies and people are becoming more aware and more mature. Is that your sense? That would be my perception as I well. I really do. I really feel that, you know, uh, there is an awareness now of the connection between a success from a revenue and, and a people, physical point of view people. and people. Yep. That connection is finally being made between by upper management and they're realising they need to invest continually in their people. Yeah, that's good it, to hear. And it's, I, it's also the understanding that if they become better leaders, the, the company can thrive on it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And we, we spoke about it last year, maybe, maybe in a couple of shows last year, Simon, was about toxicity in companies as yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. I think that sort of, you know, I think people are kind of, you know, the more that it's spoke about and the more that it's mentioned, it's, it's, you know, people are sort of looking at their staff and going, okay, let's, let's I, I, ship I, them off. I think there's just a whole cultural shift, right? So, for example, my wife and I grew up in the 70s and we used to watch 70s comedy, most of which was is completely shocking to our teenage daughters today, you know, sexist stuff and racist stuff yeah. and all this sort of innuendo stuff. So in just 40 years, mankind is in the West has just completely shifted, you know? Totally. Agree. And I, that, that, that can't have escaped companies as well. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, that's when, in the <laughs> 80s, when, when we were working in companies, Simon, um, you know, managers ruled with iron fists. Yeah. And it, if you didn't float in, you were, you, you, I think you were, frightened to work like I remember working for a, I was probably 16 or 17 
and a part-time job and I was working for a very large uh, company uh, you know grocery store in Ireland and at that time they treated their managers like muck yeah, and yeah, the yeah. managers mm. treated the staff yeah, yeah. in a way because that was the culture yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, you know yeah. an emotion was like a dirty word it was nearly like it wasn't something that was meant to be part of business was yeah. it it was yeah, like no. completely but, but that goes separate. back to you know big boys don't cry yeah. and yeah. you know the grass Absolutely. is always greener yeah. and winners you know winners yeah. succeed losers die yeah. all that crap or, that yeah. was fed into our heads again our belief systems you know and, and, yeah. and, and it was easy to get away because everything everything today is visible like you can't get away with the Me Too movement and online social media and you can't really get away with stuff you know so it was easy to be invisible but, and get away with stuff but, okay but ex- explain to me yourself. what's a snowflake is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, what do you think? Do you want to answer that? I one don't know. No, <laughs> I prefer to. Like it's, it's I actually, know we here did mention that you know a snowflake. Like, what is a snowflake? Can anyone define? Tell me what it is. Is that someone now who can't can't take pressure? I, I, I think, that I think that's what it alludes to. Somebody who can't really. S- take the pressure of life and just is a bit namby-pamby and needs but support. But is that then also a different <laughs> word from when we were in the 80s going, you know, survivors win? Yeah, and absolutely. It, is yeah. it just the it's same the same thing with just, just Abs- a different a different name absolutely. on it? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm getting at, you know. No, it's, I you know, <laughs> yeah. Let's all give each other a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Darren, Darren yeah. our engineer, you come in and give us a hug as well. But that's it. Yeah. So we think we're better we believe we're better but is there an underlying current from olden times of war and win and everything that still is there yeah nearly like part of our subconscious or subculture Culture, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah I would say yeah for sure there has to be um and I think things are changing positively like for you know there's so. yeah but also I suppose it's important to always remember um there's always learnings as well. There was always good there stuff are. to learn from times when maybe it wasn't it wasn't yeah. so good to work but, but, in it. But con- conversely, are you are you experiencing? Ch- you must be frustrated by things you still see happening within organisations yeah, yeah. when you talk to companies y- without yeah. naming companies. Oh, but there yeah. must be things. Oh yeah, for sure, of course. They just go around because we're human beings. Yes, definitely. I mean, I still come across companies that, for example, when I talk to them. Back to the conversation earlier on, they're not really listening. So while I, I, I said I, I definitely see there's a realization or an awareness about the connection between people and and the bottom line revenue fiscal. But at the same time, you go into companies all the time and they have issues because they're not listening to yep. the people that work for them. You it's, know, it's interesting because I present I do various presentations and there's there's these seven things right that I think I think it was McKinsey's picked up on them back in the forties or fifties, and these are seven blockages in companies right, and they've been the same seven blockages for the last 70 years things yeah. like lack of vision lack of cultural awareness lack of team engagement yeah. all those things yeah. they're exactly the same every year but you Just know different versions if you, if, you, <laughs> if you look at the seven of them and look at the person it's inward because the person is focusing on yeah, themselves yeah. Yeah, yeah. and not, not, not the team not the environment yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. and that's, that's where it's sort of it's evolving from but the other part of it is going back to the snowflake <laughs> and going back to the winner and all we're also now frightened to disagree mm. we're frightened to disagree in case we offend 
I had this chat with my daughter. My daughter's a vegan, and she was going, you're eating too much meat, and we're saying, okay, we are, but we're entitled to our opinion as well, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's almost like there's almost like you can't, the old school can't give its opinion, you yeah, know? Yeah, I know. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah, but, but it, it, here's the question is, everyone has an opinion. Everyone is agreeing with everybody. <laughs> but it's it's okay to disagree if it's constructive disagreement. Yeah. And you're both on the same sort of parallel street to, yeah, yeah. for right not to be, you know, yeah. it's, be nice. Yeah, yeah. But if I disagree, disagree with me yeah. and let me have them go, yeah, yeah. That's It'd what be I'm very boring well. if everybody talked the same. Do you have any clients who disagree with the conclusions you give or... Not really. I, I mean, what I would, I don't so much come in and say, this is what you need to do. The, the basis of my work is getting them to realise what they need to do to yeah. help themselves, yeah. you know? So really they're disagreeing with themselves at the end if yeah. they're disagreeing yeah. with the solutions yeah. that they come up what with. What about Converse? Did you see clients with, they have that light bulb moment? Wow, I didn't realise that. If yeah. I just do that. And that, I mean, that is a great, for me, even as a coach, moment, where, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all have our egos. And all, that's a great feeling when yeah. you see somebody have a light bulb moment and they have that aha moment where yeah, they go yeah. yeah that's what's going to change things for me positively you know yeah, yeah. that's what brilliant what is ego what is ego it, it, uh, we, I used to believe that we didn't need it I now believe everybody we do. needs it ego, oh, yeah. Yeah. ego is for protection I mean there's a good aspect of ego and then there's, a, there's the false pride but ego is a positive thing if it's used the right way yeah, it's but protection there's, there's, okay so there's two levels of ego yeah there are Yeah, there's two sides is, of the coin yes one is protection yeah. and the other one it's is false pride and, and arrogance and caused from fear okay. it's fear ego, the, the, the bull is in the schoolyard with the cowards Oh yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's it's like it's the same in corporates, isn't it? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I don't disagree with him all the time. <laughs> I think when you go in though, when you have a conversation, the person in front of you has had a unique life, a unique experience, and whatever yeah. has brought them to their point, you're there to kind of help them. It's to valid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's twenty five percent. You'll know twenty four percent of someone. It's the seventy five percent you don't know, mm. and that. 25% of that 75% they could be screaming yeah. and yeah. You, know, do, do you know do managers are do you teach people to pick up on that other talking about emotional intelligence that other 25% that you don't see to make them be aware of because if you speak to someone long enough and listen to them mm -hmm. you can really pick up what's going on subconsciously and within do in you, your own yeah. do you experience that oh you know without a doubt yeah. i mean the gift as they say to be really listened to is it, like how many times do people really listen half the time people are checking Absolutely. out this way so even just working with a manager to make them realise that actually they're not really listening to their staff yeah. you know what I mean even when they're conversing they're having a conversation their mind is on the next meeting their mind yeah. is on the meeting before their mind and what they need to do to change it you know helping them to become aware of techniques that they can yeah. maybe it's check themselves in those moments so, so what are your plans for this year in terms of the business and in terms of yourself and how you cause, and how you develop your business I think well my my priority still, Simon, is very much growing the business. So yeah. it's, um, as I was saying, I'm working with a lot of clients and I'm still work doing a lot of business development. So the focus will be on yep. growing clients, the number of clients still, yeah. you know, and trying yeah. to expand that. Why did you decide to take the leap? Why did we all take it? But yeah, yeah um, 
I don't know, just was time, you know, a feeling, yeah. a good feeling yeah. in the stomach saying, and it's kind of like now or never. That's what it felt like. So I decided, okay, take the risk, go with your, your go and do the thing that scares you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why, what was your why? Uh, there was an entrepreneurial spirit in me that was always there from the day I used to be a solicitor in an office behind a desk, behind a desk, thinking I'd rather be out there selling apples on a stall. There was just a, an unrequited spirit yeah. in me. Feeling. It was always there. Yeah, I don't know why it was there. I I that myself all the time. Yeah, always. All the time. And I remember one day, after being employed, you know, self-employed, and then going back into employment, and I remember going, "Oh my God, I have to ask someone's permission to go for a cup yeah, of coffee." Yeah, yeah. I get my dry cleaning. Yeah, you know, the salary was good. <laughs> that that was great stuff. But you can't beat. The, the ideal is to have your own business is to satisfy that spirit and have enough cash coming in to pay the bills and stuff and to see your business growing that yeah. for me is the dream the question now are you horrible horrible in what Ho- horrible or unhorrible I think I'm getting towards unemployable because I do so many different things yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it goes that I way think so. it does that conveyor belt yeah I'm kind of re- relaxed with that now. yes yes but that's it but then you know we have the joys of being able to live a fulfilling life and yeah. you don't have to worry about you know yeah, yeah. you make those decisions and if you don't like them you you, you change them yeah with no consequences. So this is so you're going to keep track of how the year progresses and see where you calibrate in that journey as well, Mary. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the dream is what you what you were yep. just saying there. You know, two or three years, um, the focus will be on having X number of clients and really being in a position where I'm no longer considering ever having to go and work for somebody yeah, else again. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm you feeling have to be patient. It does take two or three because you, you have to you build said that reputation. That. It's so true, and I'm a very naturally impatient person. Sure it's something I, I struggle sure with. Three sure to five years. I th- yeah. I used Actually, to, I used 10 to <laughs> can take 10 depending on where you want to go but the first three years are the hardiest and yeah, the know, first three definitely and it's not not understanding the amount of time it takes to find your clients <laughs> the amount of money that it takes yeah. Yeah. in the company as well and the uncertainty as well there's, there's all these strings but it's, it's like it's like the hero's journey which you're probably familiar with um, and it's that fall and it's been able to, when all that stuff is thrown at you as an entrepreneur, yeah. you still kind of march along up that hill yeah. going, I keep going on I, this. I, I wasn't at the Pendulum Summit, but Molly Bloom apparently was one of the speakers. There was a film made of Molly's Game. And, and she said, and she said that the keys for her were, if I can get this right, were... Um, were uh, having the right mindset through mm-hmm. meditation, number one. Number two was constantly examine your intent and your motive. Mm-hmm. And number three was action, 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 yeah. right? So you can't be lazy. You've got to keep... But but, 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 it's, but you've got to constantly look at your mo- motives. And if you're deluding yourself with this, you've got to change course. Yeah. Inspired action. Things. Yeah. I, and also, it's speed of delivery yeah yeah so if you get that great idea and you go this is it brilliant and you don't take that action but you still think about it yeah you lose that momentum from the inspired action and then when you do actually release it yeah. it has fizzled out because you didn't it's speed yeah. of delivery yeah. speed yeah. of delivery is yeah, yeah. Cru- i've learned is crucial yeah in, in it as well so what what would your ideal clients be this year yeah i mean 
I'm, I honestly, it's ju- companies that are really interested in developing. So that's very broad. But ideally, you're looking for companies that have kind of 50 to 100 staff or more. Yeah. Um, and again, have the budget because yeah. that's so important. It's no point in talking to customers, companies who think it's fantastic. They really want to work, but they yeah. don't really want to invest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so they want to invest and they have the numbers and, that uh, warrant and it. And there's a load of coaches out there. But in terms of you, without putting you on the spot, what would be if somebody were going to choose you ahead of somebody else, why would they go with you? Uh, the emotional intelligence piece is what I specialize in. Yeah, so yeah. individuals I, or companies that are having problems with conflict management, for example, um, managers who simply are great at what they do, but they're not good people managers. They don't really know how to deal or interact with people. That's Communication skills, all that sort of stuff. Um, and also then just people who, who are up there and they they are playing, they have a facade and they're trying to kind of at the same time deal with their yeah, own insecurities yeah, yeah. and confidence, their leaders, and they want to be stronger, you know? And that's yeah, great, it's great. be that's stronger. That's yeah. it. Where can people find you if someone wants to reach out? Uh, have you got a website? Have I you got do. a LinkedIn profile? Shout them out there. Yeah, sure. Um, my website is www.idetermine.ie. Um, my mobile is 086-027-1778. And my name is Mary Carroll, I Determine, so you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn as well. And do you write uh, articles up on LinkedIn? Are you, are Not you, at the moment. Um, the plan is to do to some do writing, some. yeah, this yeah. year. But I haven't started, and it's something that's uh, action causes reaction. Action causes reaction. Exactly. It, yeah. yeah. Mary, it's been a pleasure having you on our first show. It was absolutely lovely that's to it, meet yeah. you both yeah, and talk to you both. So, and thank you for having me. Okay. And talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. We're going to take Fair. a quick break, folks, and we'll be right back. Your community radio for South Dublin. This is Dublin South FM. And welcome back uh, to Business Eye. And just another quick uh, thanks to our uh, station sp- uh, show sponsors, the Local Enterprise Board at Dunleary Rathdown, um, which is a wonderful development for the show and a real validation. So um, we have uh, another guest today uh, in the in the studio, um, Gronia Clancy. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Great start <laughs> to, the, to the 20s. And, and you have about the smiliest face <laughs> I've ever come across. I, how... I, how, how, either what are you on or what do I need to Grania do to have that smiley face? No, she's not. It's unreal. Grania is always happy. If you see Grania all the time, she's one of the happiest person. The last time we seen Grania, she thought she was on here and she nearly burst into the show when, when we were on when we were on when we were on air. Um, she nearly burst in because she saw a post up on, on social media. I did. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And I thought I've got it wrong, and I was I was quite stressed at the time actually. So yeah, yeah. so my my thinking was out the window, and I thought oh, I had no makeup on, yeah, nothing. You, you ran in and you were all yes, panicked. I was really going, flustered. Why is there? But it's great having you back. It's lovely and to happy be new back. Year. And happy, happy new, new year, year to yeah, you. Yeah. So tell us what's been happening. What's happening? A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's like there's this real shit. So for me. Um, there are a lot of dreams came true. Like I got to go to Canada last year, and I wanted to go to Canada since I was eight. Um, so yeah, a long time, and that was the most amazing experience just to yeah, to be to there. That. Yeah, and just to tick that box, like that was a lifetime goal. You, you were the last time you spoke. You were with uh, Mary Kay. In, yeah, in, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah, and you were putting on some uh, workshops, and I know that you post up regularly on LinkedIn about you're doing some workshops. Are you running some of them? This 
this year as well. I am, well. yeah. So I've I've three booked. So I'm very lucky that I'm I coming have. to one in a couple of weeks, aren't I? Yeah, there's one in in March on the Friday, the seventh of March. So it's yeah. two hours, and it's deliberately from twelve to two, and it's basically to get people to slow down. Is that what it is? Is yeah. like what's happening in in your opinion? What is happening? Are are people rushing around? Are they not focusing? Are they or are they lost or sleepwalking? I think all, all I think of stuff, all yeah. of that stuff. It's fear, isn't it? Like you just look out the window and people are running around look doing at the this window, and you that. See Darren. No. Yeah, well, he's, no, he's he's as chilled as I anything. Hope, I hope he isn't asleep because he's the engineer for yeah. the show. But it's mad. Like, why do we rush around so much? Why do the, we? Why do we? I think there's that. Like, we all grew up. We're in, we're in the seventies. We yeah. grew up with sixties. Keeping or sixties. Keeping up with the Joneses. 80s. Right. Yeah. So yes, we we grew up in the. So you've that, but you also have this social media. And what do we do? So I think the way I, I speak to clients about it in the room is that we've got this tiger or whatever your scary animal is behind us. Yeah, yeah. Because there's this, you know, we belief system. You talked about that earlier. The importance of our belief system is that we should be doing this, we should be doing that, we should be doing the other. No. Like, why? Like, yeah, but, but here, here's, the, here's the other thing as well, right? We're all in business. Yes. We all want clients. Yes. Clients put food on our table. Yeah. Yes. Social media now has given us the platforms to reach out to more people. Yes. But we also criticise it. So, on one end, it's great, and another end, we've a pain, a pain with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So is it is it is it us then? Because it's not <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the question I'm getting at. Is it? I think it is. Is it? It's it's only a platform. Yeah. It's only a bit of software. <coughs> so, back to you about slowing down. Yes. It's what people perceive it to be That's and exactly. to perceive what they want to perceive themselves as and what other people see them. I'm going to be a tongue twister. As other, they perceive what other people perceive them as being. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not. Yes. It's not the tools. It's us. Like, like, like you. I, you posted the other day. You were walking on the mountains. I bet you weren't worrying about social media up there, right? And this week, I'm going to court with my wife. I'm not really going to be worrying about this stuff. I'm going to slow down. Alternatively, I could choose to stay at home and be a catastrophist and worry about my business and stuff. So we all have a choice, don't we, really, as to whether yes. we slow down or just go mad. Yes, and we all have a fundamental choice, choice in every single thing that we do. A fundamental choice. You're right, Grania. That's it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we stop at traffic lights? Why do we stop when it goes For to safety. red? For safety, but that is a choice that you're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a wise choice. A very wise choice because the, the chances are that you'll you'll get exactly. knocked over. So, but it's so we're risk assessing. But it's funny, you know, we take ourselves for granted. You know, I was just talking to a previous guest, and during the break, and without mentioning names, somebody I've known for three years, very successful person, um, has been diagnosed with serious cancer. You know, and I, I met this person. Uh, earlier this week basically to say thank you for helping me three years ago and and we think we're impenetrable like we I, I think about this often you know we're all running around building our businesses and we think we're impenetrable I might not wake up tomorrow there's mm -hmm. a there's a 50 50 chance I won't because I'm a human I'm gonna die one day yeah. so like just chill and enjoy stuff 
Just enjoy life. But that's scary. <laughs> Thinking about death, the finality of death. It's no, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother doesn't me. Bother Do me. you know on my deathbed? No, I swear to God, I will yeah, be going. Obviously. Right. No, I'm now sorry. I'm going to get these answers. I swear to God, because I I think we uh, we just move on to it. We are energy, and we just move on. So yeah. I will be going. Right, going to get a few answers answered here. I think it's the converse. I don't think people think enough because they're sleepwalking. I don't think they realise that one day this is going to come to an end. So what's the point of killing yourself? Just enjoy every single day. Here here it is, right? Worry, right? So if I get something that lands on my desk or in my head and creates a vacuum of worry, I now look at a grainne and go, oh my God. And I go, hold on. What can I do and what can this do to affect me? The only thing is I'm worrying about it, which is emotionally upsetting me. Yeah. So let me take that worry and put it away and look at it on how can I resolve this or yeah. ignore it. I, I do and the same that's now. what I do. I and do the same I, I, and it works through, doesn't it? It works through. Like Every, everything passes. I, Good stuff and bad stuff passes. Someone told yes. me before Christmas, you know, I was saying, how are you? says, I'm happy. He says, yeah. He says, I'm really, really happy. And he says, you can't be really happy. You can be positive, but you can't be really happy. And he says, no, I'm really, really happy. I'm really, really happy all the time. And I think they kind of said to me, no. Obviously, you're going to have a breakdown because if you're too happy. Because you're too happy. But I am. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I'd be the same. <laughs> so, so, Gronje, so, so we met, when was it about September at the RDS? And and you said before the, the show, it was like our souls connected a bit, it you know? It really, really was. It um, just was. Souls in the night. It was, it was a lovely, <laughs> really? it was one, one of my favourite chats of last year. Yeah. And, and then, so then, but then you went on and you've, you've qualified now. Well, I, I had qualified. So from, from the college, so when, so like, let me explain the journey. Yeah. So when you train as a counsellor psychotherapist, you're a student member of the Irish Association of Counseling and Psychotherapy. Yeah. So you graduate from that. So I had a graduation ceremony from that. But then you become a pre-accredited member of the Irish Association of Counseling and Psychotherapy, yeah. IACP. And then you work 450 hours. Right. And you become a fully accredited member. How does that work? Do you have to find that 450 hours? or? You, so every one hour you have to find is it. one client. Wow. Yes. Wow. So it's hard work to, to fully... And that's what you did this year, you fully... So on the 23rd of December, wow. I achieved that status. So it was great, Christmas <laughs> present, yes, I was delighted. What, how are you... How do you feel that you're going to change people's mindsets in 2020 by making them be more aware? Oh, tough question. We're not going to hold you to this one. <laughs> um, I, I think society is shifting. You know, you look at the advertisements on TV with insurance companies, there's yeah. a shift of current. So what I would say to listeners is phone up and inquire. If you're thinking, I can't afford counselling, phone up and inquire because there's a good chance you'll get a good chunk of yeah. the counselling session paid for. Yeah. I think I think everybody needs some stage Guidance. in someone's life I think everybody needs it like I, I many couple many years ago I remember going to a psychotherapist and yeah. I had four sessions with him and it was the best four sessions that I ever had yeah. and it unlocked it unlocked something in my brain that just made me go I get it now yeah. do you know and, yeah. and I think that I've I think done the same yeah I think it's brilliant that yeah. I think everyone I think we all feel that we need to bottle things up, but when you say it out loud, yeah. it is released. 
Definitely. And and all I do is, you know, and in essence what I'm doing and it's so powerful is I listen. Right. But I don't judge. So yeah. I accept you for where you are. So how does it, so for those people out there who've never been through counselling, how would that work? So you're saying you listen, okay. There'll be some people listening thinking, well, okay, she's, all she's doing is listening. How is that going to help me? How does that actually help? Because I'm your- accepting you for where you are at that moment in time. I'm not saying, well, you, I'm not trying to fix you. Okay, yeah. you have the power within yourself. I might say, I have a big toolbox. Okay, is the way I describe it, full of different things that can help you. So I might yeah. say, maybe try this, and maybe try. But that I'm holding you, I'm listening to you, and I'm holding you where so you are. So you're saying what people just need to do is communicate more and connect more with other human with beings. With how they're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. With their thoughts and That's their it. feelings, and not push it down. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Go on, where can people find you? So they can find me, I'm, I'm quite a few places. So if they put in evolution counselling online, I'll come up. So I'm on Google Maps. Yeah. So I'm based right <coughs> beside Marion Square, third floor. So it's six flights of stairs you go up. LinkedIn. LinkedIn as well, yes, yeah. Twitter. Facebook, I'm locked out of, and I'm not in any rush to get back into it. Have you got a website? Um, it's kind of on Google, yes. Okay, so it's, it's on it it's, as well. It's there, yes. And so if someone wants to reach out to you Twitter, they'll find you on there, find you on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and my, phone numbers, I, my phone number is well. everywhere What's your email well? address? It's grunya at evolutionc.ie. Brilliant, brilliant. And also, just uh, there's another one as well we just want to mention as well, which is Men's Sheds, and that's mensheds.ie. And that's something we have Men's Sheds here on the station, uh, which is once a week. But there's also, we believe, there is one setting up in Booterstown. It's one in Black Rock, but the Booterstown is a new chapter of Men's Sheds. And that's, again, uh, gentlemen who want to get together and talk about from gardening to woodwork to mental health, whatever whatever it's needs a great being thing. as well. It's a great it. thing, yeah. Simon, tell us, new website for you? New website launched this week. Give uh, us an out there, give us a shout out. Looks great, by the way. Thanks very much. Great. It was like giving birth. It took four months and I just want to shout to Robbie Caffrey who has been just my trusted creative guy for a couple of years. He was very patient but simonhaig.com and I'm so excited and I've got already got three or four new client inquiries this week so... Um, it's going to be a great year. Great yeah, year. it is. <laughs> it is indeed. And myself, yeah, things, you know, moving along nicely. Yeah. Um, we're happy out. I have an event on the 25th of January, another Change Your Mind, Change Your Life in Airfield. Uh, that's going to be in an awesome great event. Great you come to it? you come to it this year? <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, a great event. They're getting I've better and better. Really, yeah, I've yeah. heard really, really positive. Oh, they're, they're brilliant. Have you been to No, I haven't I been I was at the last one. one. It was great. Yeah, I've and heard then, really uh, positive. And then we have a mastermind as well. So we have to wrap up we're getting signals from Darren inside Uh, Business Eye 2020 roll it on and thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again next week